Social media as we know it has only been around for a decade, two decades maybe, but there is a podcast out there devoted to learning about people who make it their job to learn about social media and be a part of the the industry and social media. So that's coming up on today's edition of podcast of the day right here on Anchor. I'm your host Grant and stay tuned. Why I Social is the name of the podcast today. It's hosted and produced by Chris Barrows. And what the podcast is about is people who use and get social media. So um, each episode will have a conversation with a different person who is a professional in social media. And you get to learn all about different technology that goes into it, different strategies and um, all sorts of things that you may not think of otherwise. Um, And a lot of cool stories that come about just through using social media and making it a part of someone's professional life. So um, this is probably going to be especially a a cool topic for anyone out there who is going into marketing or looking at social media. But even if not, social media is such a large part of our world nowadays that it's just cool to hear this different perspective on on the whole uh, game of social media. So that is going to be today's podcast. We have some clips from the show and then an interview with Chris from the um, podcast. So stay tuned. It's going to be an awesome show for you today. And uh, now here's some clips. Welcome to the YI Social Podcast. From average Joe to CEO. Candid conversations with folks who truly get, who truly get social media. The YI Social Podcast. Brought to you by Zoom. And now here's your host, Chris Barrows. And welcome to episode number 116 of the YI Social Podcast. I am here this week with Elliot Volkman. Now, Elliot, uh, you know, you and I have conversed on Twitter. I, I I probably surprised you because I just kind of out of blue said, hey, you want to come on the show? But uh, really glad that you're here. Excited to chat with you. Uh, most of my knowledge of you prior to the actual invite was simply the fact that, quite frankly, you're a social person. So uh, always a good start as far as I'm concerned with the show. But, uh, you know, welcome. Welcome to Why Social. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. And, uh, you know, I, I'm excited to dig a little bit into what you've done, your career. Mm-hmm. Uh, you've you've done some interesting stuff and, and you are uh, doing some things in terms of uh, doing tech reporting, which obviously hits close to home with the five favorites podcast that Amir Zanozi and I do. So coming up soon is the interview with Chris from YI Social. I hope you're enjoying the clips. As I said earlier, it is this uh, the show where they have candid conversations, as it says on the website, um, with different social media professionals and people who use it every day in their career. So really interesting stuff. And uh, there's a lot coming from the podcast. So I hope you're seeing like the, the variety that comes from it, as well as some of the insights that... Uh, um, guests give on the show. So anyways, more clips and then that interview. In fact, like my first year out of college, I was like the associate editor for a North Georgia newspaper, which is like a real, real small newspaper. And I think I was making more working at Walmart while I was in college. Yeah, no, it it, it definitely plays a part. It, does that, you know, play into the, the fact that you eventually go for your MA and, communi- you know, in this communications field at Gonzaga? Yeah, that is spot on. So I mean, I knew uh, probably like the last two years of working with like the college newspaper, which already was like 10 years ago at this point or close to it. But 
Um, you know, social media was kind of a component to it, but not a whole lot was really happening at that time. So I started to kind of dig into it, getting involved there. We kind of like created some social activity there. Uh, even with a newspaper, I started to do that. But I was like, you know what? You know, that's kind of where I wanted to be. It was still, this was still like before like Facebook was like really Facebook. Uh, I mean, it was starting to just open up and all that good stuff. But like, you know, that's when content was starting to really, you know, be released there. And I was just like, you know, I like creating content, but why not do it in 140 characters on Twitter or, you know, try to figure out creative ways to share it out through Facebook before they made the algorithms all crazy. And, you know, we had to combat that constantly. So there was definitely a shift uh, as I was kind of, you know, making the idea between do I want to make like a meager living or, you know, really go for what's the next thing? There's plenty of people who care, are good writers and they didn't necessarily go through journalism school. But mm-hmm. understanding AP style and those sort of things, does that actually make a big difference as a writer when you start doing, you know, say 140 characters or or on Facebook where you're writing content? How does that play a part, do you think? I mean, probably not as much on Twitter because formatting is, you know, it's kind of a bit of a mess when you're trying to jam as much in there as you can. Obviously, now we have threaded tweets, so it makes it a little bit easier. Um, but if, you know, if you're doing it right, you're either creating videos and that's still a component to it, or you're looking at, you know, graphics that have more text on it or less of more text. Um, yeah, I would say AP style definitely comes into play. And if you ask my uh, former brand manager, now head of marketing at Blue Acorn, he would absolutely say it comes into play. Now, for your career, though, before you got where you, you, were, you are now, you had a, a few marketing roles. Can you take me <laughs> through a few of those the roles that you did have and, uh, and, and ultimately how those have you know, kind of been a key in your professional story? Yeah, without a doubt. So I would say actually the second job that I got in when I moved to Washington, D.C. Uh, was with a company called Dell Tech. So they were more traditionally known as like the financial back end of a lot of accounting that goes into like government contractors or just kind of large organizations. Uh, they do like horrible timekeeping stuff that no one wants to do. Uh, <laughs> but they were trying to make a shift from that financial company to government contracting and where I came into play was basically taking a bit of that journalism skill and um, kind of like my tech digital know-how and kind of pull that into some sort of marketing component. So really it was a heavy community management slash social role and that probably that specific uh, company and job had thrusted me straight into marketing. Before that I never thought I was going to even touch that. I was like, oh, yeah, I can just do social media and community management. That'll be uh, the great way to go. But, you know, as I was starting to actually work with people who have, like, legit uh, marketing backgrounds as far as, you know, the people who did, like, the hardcore ad sales and all the crazy Mad Men-style stuff, they were still there. So I was basically picking up components of what they were doing and starting to mesh it together. And, you know, that's sort of where it brought me today, which is now a mesh of that uh, – no. My name is Chris Barrows. I am the host of the Why Social podcast and uh, as well as the Five Favorites podcast, which is just part of that Why I Social family of podcasts, which uh, 
hopefully will continue to grow. Uh, I actually am a full-time professional in social media, digital marketing, and higher education, but podcasting has kind of become a passion of mine, which is uh, kind of where why social came into play, mainly because, honestly, I saw a lot of podcasts out there about social media, but most of them were the same thing and the same names over and over again, and it just kind of, yeah, it made me sick, and I... I, I, maybe that sounds a little harsh, but I, it literally was the same people and the people in the trenches doing the real work weren't getting out there. So, uh, the goal was to, you know, create something like that. And that's kind of, uh, that's, that's what I love. That's my, that's one of my real passions. Chris from YA social is up next. So were you always like a fan of podcasts or did it sort of just come about randomly? <laughs> so, so I was always a fan of podcasts, but I, I got a chance to briefly meet uh, Chris Hardwick, who does the Nerdist podcast. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, and it was very brief. I was literally stuck on a phone call. Uh, I wrote a post about this ages ago, uh, but I was stuck on a phone call, and uh, I couldn't go up. I couldn't – after he spoke, which was great, uh, I, I didn't get a chance to go up and get a photo with him or or anything along those lines, mm-hmm. and I was stuck on a phone call. It was actually a job interview at the time. Oh, wow. Uh, <laughs> and, and I clearly five minutes into the call was told that – actually this job doesn't exist anymore. So I did not even want to be on this call. Like I really just want to get off and go meet Chris Hartwick. So, uh, it was frustrating and he had the, the, the frame of mind to come over and shake my hand. He somehow knew. And I'd always had this idea for a podcast that had lingered for about like six to nine months. It was like Mm -hmm. brewing. And as soon as he did that, I I went home and I told my wife, I got to start the podcast. And, uh, the, the famous thing that I always have to say, I say famous, like it's a big deal, but uh, <laughs> I, I think it's a big deal. My wife said to me uh, with, regarding the tagline, because it's from Average Joe to CEO. When I originally did it, I had, I had written down from CEO to Average Joe. And she's like, no, you have it backwards. So right. I always credit my wife. Like she is basically my, it's, it's, I mean, she's my inspiration, but she's like the one sometimes who makes these little decisions that have a huge impact. And it's, with the podcast, it's always been that way. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, so, and like I said, here I am talking to you and I've recorded two other podcasts as I'm talking to you tonight. And, uh, she has to, she gives up time for that. So I'm, I'm just grateful. So yeah. Tell me about the podcast. Where did it all start for you? Well, it started because kind of like I hinted before I saw podcasts out there, but no one was telling the story of the people. Right. And right. that's what why social was about was why do you social? And half the time on on why social now, if you listen, most of the time we don't actually talk about social media. We talk about how people got there. It's actually more of a career podcast than a social media podcast. But mm-hmm. uh, there's life lessons in there, regardless of what job you do, social media or not. Uh, it's just these people happen to, in my opinion, though, I've probably made some mistakes along the way, do social well. And that was the idea behind it. And again, I tried to really pull out people who you wouldn't always hear. Sometimes they don't have the best equipment or, and maybe it's, you know, even on occasion there's been episodes where I'm like, well, the audio quality is really not wonderful on this, but I really want the story to be heard. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of a way that I look at it. And so that's where the, the podcast came from. And then what happened was it grew uh, because at the end of a show, first episode, I said, uh, you know, let's, let's ask you five questions and thus five favorites was born, uh, which was five questions at the end of every episode. And what's funny is five favorites evolved from what's on every why social episode to another podcast in which I talk social media marketing and technology with, uh, my good buddy, Amir. 
and we we highlight these this great bit of news in in that that area. Uh, but it's definitely got, as we've been told, a little bit more of a radio feel because mm-hmm. we kind of you know jib and jab back a little bit and we report the news throughout the process and have some fun. So I think even the episode titles of those are just. Uh, you could tell we're having a lot of fun, though it is a little bit of friends themed. They're all the one or the the one where or the one with. So uh, you, you, there's some ridiculous ones. I think there's uh, there's one where Amir makes dolphin sounds or something where the, <laughs> literally there's like five seconds where he makes the sound of a dolphin. And um, that was the episode of a title. But it's I, he's going to kill me for mentioning that one, too, because that's the that's the one that he, he gets the jokes made about but uh <laughs> they're all a lot of fun and that one is uh, definitely no different so uh, do you like the 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 field and this whole social media thing i love social i i there's a lot of positives and negatives in social but i focus on the positive which is relationships and totally. ultimately social is about being social and there's people who can disagree from, with me on that because obviously at the heart of social there's so many different ways it can go, but I'm looking at the heart of it. And at the heart, social is being social, building relationships, those sort of things. Uh, for me, that's where it stems. Now, there's selling and other things involved, but you're more likely to buy the data shows from a person who you know or who you've built a relationship with. Uh, you trust your friends. So why wouldn't you build building relationships? So even if you're social selling, you are doing it with a relationship core. So sure. I love it. And there's so many great things happening. Uh, my good buddy Joel actually has a group called Social Road Trip that actually gets folks together who know each other from social and it gets them meeting face to face. And that is to me what is the great thing about social is I can go to all these states, to other countries. I can go to, to England right now and I, I know at least five people in England who I could go stay with. I mean, that's an incredible thing that's in the world. It's so much bigger for me than I think it, it could ever have been without social. So I guess looking at um, all the conversations that you have had, um, do any stick out as just being incredibly awesome and, and cool? Yeah, so there's a few that jump out to me. Uh, I had Scott Stratton on the show, which I believe was episode 51. Mm-hmm. And Scott, and this was a super episode, super long episode. Uh, I think it was a little bit over an hour. And uh, Scott and his wife were on the show. They're phenomenal. They're just no BS marketing um, folks. And uh, they do some great speaking. And that episode stands out. It's just a phenomenal episode. The quality of it, I think, of the lessons you learn from him. And again, he's just he, – I'm a fan of people who, who don't you know, spout BS, and he's certainly one of them. Uh, there's an episode that uh, means a lot to me as well, too, I should say. Uh, episode 16 and episode 100. Episode 16 is with a, a woman by the name of Alexandra Scheinert. And then episode 100 is actually with my wife, which – Oh, that's awesome. You would think I, yeah, you know your wife, right? But uh, the thing is, when you talk to a spouse, right, and she is social, not necessarily active and personal, but more from the business side, sure. uh, it, it's different. And it's a different experience. Like I, I came to understand my wife almost even better than I knew her with that conversation. That's awesome. So, uh, but there's, uh, there's so many great conversations on there. I think that Scott Stratton episode, if I was going to say like, this is the episode that I just go like, 
yeah, this is awesome. Uh, that's probably the Scott Stratton episode. And, and that says a lot, I think, because there's been some pretty cool guests on the show. The best story, I will say, comes from the episode with Cody and Katie Stevenson, which is in the 30s. And uh, they tell the story of when they didn't use GPS down in like South uh, South America. And needless to say, it's 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 a great story. I don't want to spoil it for anyone. It's just really good. Uh, I think I include it in my host favorites episode, which is, like I said, like 95. So um, there's there's probably two ways you can find it. Do you think that you've taken away a lot from all the people that you've spoken with, too, in terms of knowing more about social media and, and how it all works? Yeah, I've learned a lot. Uh, I learned from everyone. Uh, I The most important thing, and, and people, when I think what they think about podcasters, think about, well, they've got to be able to, you know, speak well. They've got to be able to get great answers from their guests. And they think about all these things. But the most important thing that a podcaster has to do is listen. Now, I am Absolutely, a talker. Yeah. I'm a talker. I'm a first minute. But <laughs> the greatest skill I have learned from podcasting is to listen to people. And I learn from every single person who comes on the show. And uh, I call anyone who's come on my show after they've been on, they're an alum. And that's a very important word for me. Obviously, coming from a higher ed background, it's, an, it's almost an obvious choice. But it's not that you were a guest on my show. You are now part of the YA Social family, as far as I'm concerned. Which means if I can do anything for you, please let me know. And that's, I think, the difference. I'm not saying people don't do that, but my approach is very communal in the sense that you are now part of my community and we all support one another. Uh, we have a Slack channel for my YA Social Ambassadors. Uh, we have a Facebook group for my YA Social Ambassadors. So many of the people who've been on the show have become ambassadors for the show. And uh, we're all talking, uh, you know, and they it's a wonderful community that supported one another through some I won't share them, but there's been some tough moments for some people. And this community has come together and supported people in in ways that I couldn't, you know, possibly have imagined when That's I started so cool it here. Yeah, yeah. If you want to check out Why I Social, make sure you head over to whyisocial.com. That's where you're going to find the episode archives, um, everything about the podcast, about Chris, um, and a ton more, uh, especially their social media, since they are a social media podcast kind of fitting, right? No. Anyways, um, yeah, go check it out at whyisocial.com. They're also available on any podcatcher that you use. And uh, yeah, go, go look them up if you are interested in it at all. There is a lot of cool stuff, like I said earlier. But I think that's where I'm going to end today's show. So I really appreciate you tuning in. Let me know what you thought by using the Coleman feature right here on Anchor. Just Coleman and let me know what you thought about the show. If you have any podcast recommendations, anything you've been listening to lately, let me know. Hit me up and uh, you might be able to get on the show. Anyways, I will talk to you guys tomorrow on a brand new edition of Podcast of the Day. But until then, have a good one.